Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode of Get Bessos, the increasingly convoluted tale of uh, how Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny, once retail titans of American department stores, uh, how they escaped from purgatory in a quest to get Jeff Bissos for crushing their retail empires, uh, then befriended him. Uh, then the three of them took over running hell after it was destroyed by a, a divine intervention, divine weapon-based system intervention. They started to hell 2.0, a new version of hell, startup version of hell. Uh, at some point, I don't know if the, the total, the supreme being is on, uh, what is that called again? Sabbatical this whole time. Uh, so that should clear up any faith crises, because we definitely don't need any faith crises right now. Uh, but so then they decided, geez, if we're going to run hell, let's really try to help humanity, you know, instead of making it just punishment. I think, I don't want to say they got too big for the riches. They just said, hey, let's send some people out into the human world instead of guardian angels. They said, let's send some of these people that are here. And then they did some calculations. They said, well, let's send everybody here back to Earth to help Earth, uh, you know, revital, you know, make better choices. That did not work. Uh, take from it what you will. It ended up a total, pretty much a disaster. Uh, crash to the uh, human population, a severe crash. And actually, like, in a big way, because the only way to get everyone back, like all the hell people, was to de-exist them because they just couldn't catch them. It was too much work. So they had this, again, another divine-based weapon system called the Horn of Jericho or Jethro, which if you blow that, instead of uh, harming anyone, it just de-exists them, whether you're uh, in human form or some post-existence form. De-existed. You never existed. Maybe, I don't think like in the Back to the Future sense, though. But you're just snuffed out. Like, you're no more... Human essence, no more, you know, cosmic essence, boom, you're gone. So that's what happened to most of humanity and most of post-life uh, former hell residents. They're all gone, but they're still, don't worry, don't worry. It wouldn't be a convoluted story if there wasn't one last vestige of humanity left and actually one that evolved before this story started into a near-utopia uh, based on, oddly enough, some principles left behind by Jeff Bissos, who was trying to save humanity, so they named the city after him. It's called Bissos. Uh, but since most of humanity's gone, the rest of humanity lives in this utopia. There's no nobody getting sentenced to hell 2.0. And since the divine beings on sabbatical, the, the people running the you know the uh, supreme part, like the supreme. Uh, you know, temporary Supreme Council. I don't know. I don't know if any of the Supremes are on that either. But they've put a closure order into hell. They say, well, you've got no customers. You know, shut it down. Uh, so Richard Warren Sears and James Cashman have gone to this utopia, Bissos, to kind of try to figure out, well, is this some sort of faux utopia? Can we find some sinners here? Uh, so they arrived there. They went through a quarantine, a couple of history lessons, and then the Olympic opening ceremony type show. And then they decided, James Cashman decided they would pose as uh, actors that played James Cash Confusing, like I said, increasingly convoluted the more I talk. 
so James Cashman and Richard Warren Sears are uh, posing as actors playing James Cashman and Richard Warren Sears. And they just pitched a show because they said, what is it, you know what Utopia could use more of? More entertainment. And I'd say, probably you're right. And so they, they're they having a show at the courthouse, which hasn't been used in years. That's a good sign, you know. No lawyers, Utopia. Yeah, that makes sense, too. No offense, Dad. I love you. Uh, so uh, that's more or less where we left off. They were prepping ideas for the show, getting ready to cast it. So welcome to another episode of Get Bessos. Yeah. Hey, hey, everyone. This is the narrator here. Welcome to another episode of uh, Get Bessos. Uh, not a whole lot for me to set up on my end. It looks like uh, Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny. They're not in the courthouse proper. I guess this must be an interview room. It's pretty big. They're sitting at a desk at the head of the room. I guess, you know, this is every reality talent TV show set up, it looks like. Oh, but James just, they're both standing up from the desk. So let's just, I don't know if they, let's just move right in. Everybody, Anya said you should be here any minute. I just, I don't understand why we need to start with this, this doctor thing. Uh, because it's, um, I'm the writer of the play, James. Yeah, but uh, Richie, Richie, uh, we're trying to get, uh, uh, excuse me, let me just interrupt you right now. We are trying to gather information about this society. Who could have more uh, information about a society uh, than medical staff, James? Uh, You mean people who want to play a medical staff in like an unspecified medical staff role? In a play, uh, an un- un- unwritten play in process of being written about sin, uh, with is this uh, uh, correct? Correct. Uh, no, the play's written. It's right here, James. Right in my head. It's done. So you just you know, uh, at the door. Let her in, please. Uh, hey, Anya. So you have everyone for the casting call that Richie put out. A uh, great. Uh, so you're just gonna send them in one at a time, yeah, and just close the door behind them, and and we'll just we're just gonna do a little. Well, our, Richie doesn't like you know he's in process, so. Oh, you're interested in what I told him? Yeah, I told him a lot of stuff to get him. Don't worry about it. Just send in the first person. Be great job. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're ready for this. She, she's bringing. Yeah, Richie, let me sit down. Okay, so just let me run this. Uh, and you know. Uh, well, it's just, do you have something for them to read? Uh, uh, let me, can you run this first? Uh, yeah, there's the door. Uh, hello, come right in. Uh, excuse me, young woman. Are you how, how old are you? I'm nine. Okay. Is your, are you here with an adult? No, I'm here for, for the medical staff. I wanted to play a doctor. Uh, James, I'm going to work on that. Can you deal with this, please? Okay, well, uh, welcome. So you you were going to, you're, you're, uh, for one of the roles, it was an unspecified medical staff role, I believe. Is that how you termed it, Richie? I don't know, James. I just told you, I, 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 I'm in the middle of something here. 
Okay, so uh, welcome. Uh, so you're interested in playing? Well, yes, I'd like to play a doctor. You know, I was thinking I could be a young prodigy doctor. If if that's what you is is it unspecified? Like I should should you should I just start acting? Uh, well, Richie here's a director, and I don't know if he had a young uh, prodigy doctor in mind. Yeah, but why don't you just do? Do you have a little monologue you could do? Uh, yes, it, it's it's more just general acting, is because you know I could just do my best to, but I'm sure I could play a, a young prodigy doctor. Okay, just go ahead, Richie. Are you paying attention, uh, James? Richie, come on. This is we want the best people for the play, right? And you're supposed to be acting, dude. Okay, let me uh, go. Go ahead, young lady. To the north, to the south, I've gone in search of what lies within me. As the snow drifts down upon the ground, my woe settles deep inside, for I know the hour is late. Though externally I'm young, I hear... Okay, that's that's pretty good. Uh, excellent job. Well, I'd like to do some more. Uh, no, no, that, that's great. Uh, James, come on. Uh, thank you so much. That was wonderful, and your information's always on you. Yeah, we've got so many people to cover, but thank you so much. No, no, don't sniffle. We, we are not making any decisions at this time, uh, so we haven't made any decisions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so that should be this. I hope that's the last kid, James. Okay, here comes somebody else. This, uh, uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, hello, gentlemen. I'm uh, Dr. Seifert, and I've uh, come here to speak with you uh, today. Now, I know uh, you're going to need to sit down for this. You're already sitting down, gentlemen. Uh, okay, excuse me. Just Can you guys feed me some names here? What are your names? Uh, this is James. I'm Richie. Yeah, but we, I don't know if we're looking for any male doctors right now. Uh, thank you, James. Uh, Richie. Uh, Carol. I just met with Carol. And, you know, we, we I've been working with her for a long time. I know how long you two have been together. And, you know, I ran some tests. James, could you, are you and Richie good Excuse me, are you guys, can you play good friends right now? Best friends. He's going to get some bad news. And I know how you felt about Carol. And when I know when you, you asked me not to treat her when they brought her in because of our relationship and what it's done to you. And I know how the divorce has weighed on you, Richie. Uh, so, and I'm sorry, but I've just ran these tests. Okay, what's with the pausing? I've just ran these tests. And I want you to know the tests have come back and Carol is your sister. Okay, why are you still pausing? And also I'm terribly sorry to tell you she's pregnant with my baby. Bumping, and then, you know, then we'd go to commercial. Okay, what, uh, okay, that's it. What is this, what is this? Well, I've been watching, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm an actor. 
for for soap. You know, don't you gentlemen, you're not familiar with soap operas. I I figured I play uh, Dr. Seifert and General Hospital. It's been running on planet Earth, you know, on and off. It was interrupted for, you know, a few hundred years, but now it's back on the air. I play Dr. Seifert. I figured there might be a place for me in this play. I'm the most popular doctor in all Bessos. Uh, you're not a doctor, though. Uh, thank you. You were excellent, Dr. Seifert. And we, we, we've got your information. We'll, we'll let you know. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. And, and, you know, don't take this out on Carol. It's all my fault. You know what I'm saying, boys. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Seifert. Oh, boy, James. Uh, uh, okay. Somebody else is coming. Oh, okay. This is a young uh, uh, Hello. Are you, uh, are you here as a part of the medical staff? Uh, yes, I am. I'm here to, uh, be, uh, can I just get right into my role? I, I have a, and I can't believe that's Dr. Seifert out there. He's such an inspiration, but I'm ready when you guys are just, uh, okay, go ahead. Well, thank you, everybody. It's good afternoon. Hello, everybody. Now I want everybody to look under their seats because right under your seats, you're going to find a book from our next guest. And she has written one of the books that I've learned the most about health. And as I, Dr. Leah, knows, I know what makes you feel good. And I know what makes you feel bad. I know what makes you feel happy. And Dr. Lisa knows what makes you feel sad. Uh, I think you said Dr. Leah first. And I wanted to bring you all this copy, this book, and this doctor to talk about bunions. So come on in, and we're going to learn so much about, oh, okay, what are you doing? Uh, well, I've always wanted to do a doctor show. I thought this was for a doctor. I thought you were looking for casting for medical, medical per, you know, uh, for a play. Yeah, but I, I would like to have a show, you know, where I'm Dr. Lisa or Dr. Leah. I don't know. I haven't decided on a name yet. Okay, James. Yeah, okay, that's that's good. Thank you. We, we, we have, that, that was very interesting. Bunions, huh? Okay, can you send the next person in? Thanks. Uh, James, this is... Uh, you, you. Yeah, Richie, I, this is what I told you. Why? Okay, who is this? This is another male doctor. Great. Uh, I know, actually, I'm a nurse. Yeah, I'm uh, here to for the role. I, I'm a male nurse. And I'm here for the role. So can we start... Okay, so hi, I'm just here. You change, I'm going to change you. I'm going to roll you over here. And I'm just going to check his things. Wow, you're doing good. We're, in a few minutes, we're going to have to get I'm going to get you up. We're going to go for a little walk, okay? You need to use, you, need, you all right right now? Can I get anything for you? Okay, can you take a look at this chart here on the wall? And could you just point to me uh, which one of these? You know, I know we do this every day, but which one of those? How, how's your level? Right, can you point out one? Thank you so much. So I'm just going to take you. I'm just going to check a few things here for you. Did they bring you breakfast? Okay. And then, yeah, do, do, you, manage, do you want me to open up the, uh, the sh sh shades and the blinds for you? Okay. How's the temperature in here for you? Good. All right, well, I'm taking a look at uh, Things look good. You're just getting, getting some liquids there. So that's good. And it looks like his doctor should be in later today, somewhere between the next hour and 16 hours, probably. 
So they'll be in. So if you have any questions and you're awake when they come in and you're clear-headed, you know, be sure to ask. So I'll be, so, and I'll be here, you know, where he's saying, but, but, um, yeah. How's that, guys? Is that pretty good? Uh, it's the best so far. Uh, actually, have you ever worked, uh, do, are you a real nurse? Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I mean, wait, where do you work? At a hospice or something? No, no, gentlemen, I'm just an actor. That was me acting. Oh, boy. Okay, James, write him down. We We like you. You don't work at the quarantine, no. Uh, no, gentlemen, I just said uh, out of work actor. Okay, James, yeah. Okay, so we'll be in touch, thanks. Okay, this is an... Uh... Oh, hello, ma'am. Hello, gentlemen, I am good to see you. My name's Dr. Carroll, and oh boy, you look like... Uh, you guys look terrible. I think it's going to be a terminal diagnosis. Okay, w- w- okay, uh, I think that's... Uh... Are you already acting? Now, I got to tell you, I was working with the other doctors this week. We were sitting around talking boats and golf. And I said, raff, 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 raff. these patients, how about these patients? Okay, uh, they, are you a doctor, are you a medical staff? I mean, they wheel them in, they wheel them out, and I tell them, they say, yeah, yeah. you know, if you can't beat them, join them, you know. <laughs> Okay, thank you, thank you. That's great. We're great. Yeah, get her leave. Thank you. Good thing. Thank you so much. Okay, this is another. Okay, here comes another person. Well, hi guys. Uh, I'm Doctor Sam. How you doing? What's your name? Uh, Richie. Well, hi Richie. Uh, how how you feeling today? Uh, strange. Oh, boy. Well, you know, your mom and your dad brought us in here. Is, your, is this your dad, Richie? Uh, no. Oh, well, sir, are you uh, the parent or the guardian of uh, little Richie here? What, what, what are we, what are we, what, what's going on, Richie? Uh, why are you touching my knee? Hey, Richie, can you come over here? I need you to hop up on here on this piece of paper here. Is that okay? Can you do that for me? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, just hop up right here, right here. See where I'm patting. Just sit right here. Don't worry. I'm not, no, 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 I'm not going to do anything without asking you first, Richie. First thing I'm going to do is take this here. I'm going to blow on. It's a little cold. I want to. I want to listen to your heart. Is that okay? Uh, uh do you want to listen first? You could listen to my heart. Uh, okay. So just put these in your ears, little Richie. See, and that's my heartbeat. Do you hear it? Uh, yes. Okay, so I'm gonna do that. And uh, no, 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 I don't, I don't. Just, just keep, to, just do some acting, please. I don't need any. Oh, sorry. R- r- little, uh, uh, hey, Dad, is Richie a little afraid of uh, having his heart listened to? Uh, maybe I could. You know, Richie, do you go by any other nicknames other than Richie? I bet you, you look like you. Uh, you, you do you get outside and run around at all? You don't. You, you look like you do. Maybe you could. Do you play a lot of video games or something? Okay, you can go. Thank you. Okay, Dad, can I have your permission? Uh, I'm gonna have to call the nurse in now. Uh, no, you can go now. Thank you. I could, yeah, thanks, Doc. Uh, th- th- thank you. That was pretty good. You got him to sit up on there. Great job. We'll be in touch. Okay, I've had enough of this. And I don't know if this society learned anything, James. This is still uh, not equally. And did you put uh, what did you put in the? 
the casting call. Oh, there's one more guy. What the heck is that thing he's carrying? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm uh, Dr. Sam. Actually, we just had a Dr. Sam in here. Well, I'm Dr. Sam, gentlemen. Excuse me, is that some sort of uh, medical device you have there, Dr. Sam? We'll have more than one medical device, uh, a device for you gentlemen. But yeah, this is a, a music machine. They call it a boombox. And I'm here. I heard, a, I heard a couple of you were feeling a little bit down, a little bit under the weather. And I came, uh, Dr. Sam's here to make you feel better. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Well, I heard you guys were feeling bad. Well, Dr. Sam heard you were feeling bad, and Dr. Sam knows that the only cure for feeling bad is a little bad medicine, boys. I'm sorry, are you playing music? It's part of your... Oh, boy, James, he's taking off his clothes. Uh, he's, he's half naked under there. Uh, yeah, he's dancing right... Whoa. Uh, he's fully naked, James. Uh, yeah, he's just dancing naked for us. It's, it's a, you know what it is. It's just a form of entertainment. And he's just, uh, he's not dancing. He's stretching, I believe. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, I, I, James, I can't look away. For some reason, wow. He's, uh, yeah, he's very, so we might be able to use him for something with his clothes. And, okay, uh, Dr. Sam, thank you. Yeah, you did great, Dr. Sam. Just take yeah, steps of music, please. Thank you. That was bad uh, medicine for sure. But you're lovely. You're very flexible, Dr. Sam. Thank you so much. Can you, uh, is there anyone else out there? No. Okay, great. Could you put your clothes back on before we go outside? Thanks. That looks, that looks comfortable, that thing. What is that called? Underwear. Huh. It looks stupid. Anyway, thanks, Sam. Okay, so, uh, Anya's, hi, Anya. Yeah, um, well, we're going to work on, um, uh, can you come back? Can you give us five minutes to talk? Because uh, we're going to have to put out another casting call. Uh, so, buddy, that didn't go so good. Uh, no, I, I, that was uh, too much acting. Yeah, so can, can what were you looking for exactly? Because maybe I could do, talk to Anya about the next casting call. Because I guess they have some sort of instant, you know, they could send the information out right away. And I maybe even gave her a second idea. Oh, you went behind my back. Well, I tried to anticipate your needs. So, so let me see, you know, because I tried to, to, okay, well, what were you trying to anticipate? Well, I guess I was trying to figure out why you wanted medical staff, you know, for for a trial about hell and sin. I told you because there's going to be a quarantine in hell and we need medical staff to run the quarantine. Right. So and I, I was like, oh, maybe there's a difference between what people like unspecified medic. I said, maybe we need to have, um, you know, I, I don't know. I was thinking with all this acting, I was a little bit worried about it, you know. Putting out a general casting call uh, just for for actors or people, you know, because anything that would happen. But I was like, oh, well, what are we just going to get people that are interested in acting as medical staff? Uh, I, okay, tell me more.
instead of real medical staff. So I figured um, maybe we could get, I, I asked Anya if she could contact anyone that's worked in quarantines or if we could get some of the quarantine staff in here uh, to talk. And then I figured we could mix it in so that when people are in line, it kind of throws them off, you know, because then otherwise they're just talking about the medical staff roles. Okay, so you're going to have the quarantine team come here because uh, i got to finish this scene I'm writing here to test out the, one of the the quarantine staff would perform. Uh, well, I, I guess I was thinking that... Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I, I was thinking we could do, we could have the med- the quarantine staff come in, and then also, I think in your sleep, were you talking about, or was this something you were saying, like I thought it was so brilliant, I can't remember when we were talking about this, that's why I think you maybe said in your sleep about how these people in this society have orphaned sin, was that something about the trial? I couldn't believe how brilliant it was, but I can't quite remember it either did you come to me in a dream to tell me about the orphaning of sin and how maybe we could find some orphans or some people estranged i don't know richie you're the brilliant artistic mind here uh you know i really got to get to this scene but i think what you're getting at yes 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 of course james these people have orphaned the uh you know, the seven the, the sins or whatever we want to call it. That was part of my uh, idea I was thinking of. Probably I did just mention it to you. Maybe even non-verbally you picked up on it. It's a good job. That's a good job. First of all, great job on brainstorming, bringing in the quarantine staff. Hopefully you'll make sure they bring in all of the quarantine staff, you know, because we'll need everybody to come in. Uh, but also, and I gotta, you know, I gotta write this. Dude, what do you think uh, the kissing policy is? Uh, never mind, James. Still, never mind. I, I'll figure it out on my own. Uh, but yeah, orphaning of the sins. I like that. Uh, that was something I was working on for the play. Uh, that maybe the sins are calling the people to say, "Why did you leave us, Vice?" Uh, so you're saying. Is that, is that what I was saying? You're saying I was saying, oh, right, Richie. Yeah, we, like we'll get people to play those. Like I say, I figured that this profession, again, like if we have them, they're going to come in and then, yeah, I think I said, oh, that's what Richie wants. People that could relate to that stuff because he wants to gather information, I thought, in order to create our great propaganda, right? So I, I'm just trying to do your bidding, of course, you know, anticipate your needs and, uh, you know, get it right. Does that sound like I'm getting it right at all? Uh, I'm, uh, you're doing okay, James. Um, so I'm sorry. So you did get the, the, the quarantine staff. When are they getting here? I think they did. Anya's just putting out the call. So I don't know when they'll be here, but I wanted to. Just get your uh, your your ideas around it, because then we could bring in. I said, okay, let's get. I said, well, let's do some research casting. So hopefully they're doing that right now, so we could get people that have experienced working on a quarantine, and alternating. You know, so so we don't even know when they come in if they're 
Like, so we'll just ask them general questions instead of them acting. Uh, that way we have, like, a mix of, like, uh, you know, people that aren't, at, you know, they're, they're, so then we're just asking them questions, you know, and they can just be themselves, and then we'll find out stuff about them. Okay, I guess so. Uh, I, I don't know, James. I, I feel like I'm... Can you can you explain to me more about uh like when 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 is the uh when when is the quarantine staff gonna be here? So probably not right now, Richie. Can you okay? So could we? I I think that's great. Great job. You did a great job. Uh, so you're saying that they won't be here today? So I have time. We have time. Could you help me flush this scene out then? Uh, yeah, Richie, uh, can we flush out the orphan thing, though, too, maybe? Uh, maybe. Uh, let's just start with this scene. It's a, hey, uh, uh, can I set it up for you? Uh, sure. You, you, you already have it set up, huh? Uh, I mean, you know, you're just doing such a good job, James. I want to, I'll picture this. There's a quarantine in hell, right? And there's someone that's now, just like in, you know, Hell 2.0, this is imaginary, of course. And we don't want to frighten anybody. So this is a, like a an intake place, you know, is a quarantine. Okay, so how does that fit in with the plot about the, well, it's just, can we talk specifics and then generalities, James? Okay, sure. Okay, so there, there's quarantine, right? And, and people come in and they stay there. And they get checked. But I'm thinking that uh, maybe, okay, maybe I'll get into your specifics. Your gen- the quarantine is kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know, know about you, but I don't remember anything. I just show, we just, next thing I know, Bright's disease, then I'm in limbo, you know, with nothing to do. With toast, tea, and you know, then eventually I was able to sneak the newspapers in, and then you know, you and me, best friends. Uh, no trial, you know, no uh, orientation about uh, limbo or whatever you want to call the place we were. Do you remember anything, uh, Richie? So is this part of this is real? No, I don't remember anything either. I just remember being there, like I was always there, but then I kind of remembered the past and. You know, my life slowly crept, and then when I met you, you know, having a good friend, really a best friend, uh, helped, you know, me process everything. Okay, so uh, I'm thinking this quarantine place is run by a third party. So you're not in or you're out, you know, but you go to the quarantine first. So there's uncertainty, and the quarantine staff, they work for this third party. Or, you know, I, I, I don't have it all nailed down, James. Uh, but, you know, you, you'll be proud of me because it's like uh, it's a forlorn love story, you know, of all uh, great love stories. Forbidden love, forsaken love. Uh, but, but, you know, that, that needs to be, but it needs to be quenched. Okay. Wait, so what are we working? We're working on the quarantine scene, right? Uh, correct. So, uh, what happens is, uh, I, or what I'm thinking, James, is that, uh, you know, there's the people that work in the quarantine. They've worked there for years. They've seen it all. You know, may, maybe we have a little bit of scene with them, you know, work burnout or, 
you know, they, they were like, yeah, you know, whatever. But, uh, at some point, uh, this, this person comes. Now it could be, it could, it, let's say it's a man working in the quarantine, a man, medical staff, and this beautiful woman of the world, uh, comes into the quarantine, you know, she was a titan industry, hobbled by disease, a woman of the world, but also, uh, Never had a great love story. And she arrives in the quarantine, but there's something so different about her, you know, something brilliant, something deep that no, no one could recognize, you know, because she's brusque, you know, a little bit, James. Okay, so this is a woman, the quarantine staff, this is the, the person that's in the quarantine. Uh, yes, James. And she thought she never needed love or... That she thought she knew what love was, love was duty, and maybe you know, you know, a little bit of uh, non, you know, non-love stuff too, occasionally. But she was waiting to discover uh, something more, something different. I don't know, James. She she's given up, I guess. That's what I'm saying. And the medical staff worker. Uh, he, he, he's, you know, he's seen it. He's, he says, well, she's, but then he sees through the window and he sees her and he knows there's uh, something different about her, James, something she, she, he can't put his finger on, but he's too, you know, he's behind the glass of the quarantine. Okay. So even though this is the afterlife, it's still just like the quarantine we were in. Um, um it's a play, James. It's not real. So it does... Yeah. Okay. It sounds pretty real. Well, that's, you know, the power of, you know, totem. Theater of the... You know, that's the power of theater, James. Uh, so the worker, he, he can't even... He doesn't... He, he feels like, uh, you know, unsure of what to do next, but he also, you know, knows that it's his job to, you know... Just run the quarantine and be quiet, you know. Another person passes through the quarantine. Usually he doesn't even notice. He just does his job like a robot. But this time, when he checks her pulse, he stops for an extra second. Okay, wait a second. They check their, their pulse. I thought the quarantine was a metaphorical quarantine. You know, like a thought-based quarantine or something. Are you telling me this is actual real quarantine to keep disease? I thought we were getting at something like the, the, the like with this society. Okay, James, just, just, just I'm, please, please don't interrupt me. Okay, but I just am not sure. Okay, thank you uh, for interrupting me. But uh, anyway, so as he checks your uh, metaphorical pulse, he, you know, lingers a little too long. And he stands at the window, and she can sense he's there. And she feels suddenly a reawakening or awakening for the first time in her, her all her days of a new set of possibilities. Uh, you know, she, she suddenly feels beautiful again. Okay, what made what made her feel beautiful? Uh, she can sense him watching. 
and you know the ra- love radiate love starting to grow maybe okay okay so okay and uh, so that's in uh, so I'm just looking for how we end the scene you know what what would happen next okay so this is a scene in your play uh, what was it called a case against sin or a case for sin or a tri- sin on trial uh, yeah, I mean, possibly those are some titles I was working on. Maybe orphan, sin, orphans, orphan, sin, orphan, sin, forgotten love. Uh, Richard Warren Sears story with James K. You know, Richard Warren Sears story. I think that's a dangerous territory, but it, it, maybe just stick with orphan anyway. So, is this at the beginning of the story or at the end? Well, that's a good question, James. I'm not so sure which one it is. And as a creator, are you afraid of how it's going to turn out? I'm terrified, James. I'm terrified that uh, I won't find the right person to cast. Well, so why are you trying to cast? So you're trying to cast men for the role in the quarantine person? Uh, no, James, I'm trying to write the play. I'm trying to fix this scene right now, please. Okay, so it could either end it could end with her just moving on. And I guess I'm not sure if it's an actual quarantine. So what happens if they say, well, geez, you're not going to get through, you know, the quarantine. You don't get clearance, uh, whether it's metaphorical or real. Or if they say, well, geez, you're, you know, not an orphan of sin or whatever. Okay, so she she's not gonna go. Well, it just depends if you. So if you clear the quarantine, you get into hell. Is that so? The good news, and then the bad news. You know what I'm saying, Richie? And then another question, like so: the quarantine workers, they work for a third party. Like so, is there a third place other than? Are we saying? You know what I mean? Okay, so there's like a third world, you're saying. A third third way. Well, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, where's the quarantine worker live? If if it, you said that the quarantine wasn't in hell or heaven or, you know, you said it was run by a third party. Where's the third party? Oh, so you're saying like a middle world they live in. Well, you... I guess so. I, I don't know. I don't want to, to, to take the focus off of the play. Oh, so they could escape. She could fail the quarantine. And then she's supposed to go to, you know, I don't know if she would go to heaven then because it'd be like, well, geez, that's a mistake. You know, oh, well, you were supposed to go to hell, but you, we can't let you in, so we'll just send you to heaven. That doesn't, that doesn't ring true, does it, James? You shot a hole in that one. Major plot hole there. Well, don't worry, Richie, you know, but instead of that major plot hole, he says, uh, no, I won't let you go. And he breaks her out of the quarantine and takes her into the third world, the middle world, as Middle Earth. Uh, we can't call it Middle Earth. Middle world, middle world doesn't, that doesn't sound very dramatic, James. Okay, so he breaks her out of the quarantine into the middle world. And this is in the play we're supposed to do as propaganda to get people to start sinning in Bessos. 
Uh, yeah, because it'll tell them, hey, break. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, great job. Oh, boy, I, I am. I think I do know what I'm doing. You're right. And that'll give people permission to act on their impulses. Hopefully everybody. But, yeah, he'll uh, or she, they will act on their forbidden love. And so doesn't that usually have a consequence? You know, it, so what's the consequence for them breaking uh, the quarantine system? Does that mean that whatever they were quarantining, it, it, unintended consequences, it, it enters the middle world instead of, you know, being limited to to another place? I believe it infects the middle world with love, James. Okay, but how does that... Uh, so that would be, is that the end of the play to get people to start, that sin causes love? Is that the, uh, well, no, that would just be, well, I don't know. Let me take a look. Let me write that down. Does sin cause love? I don't, that would be a tough sell, I think, James, don't you? Even for these people that say, what is the sin thing? And you say, well, greed, you know, yeah, greed equals love. I can't do that. I don't think even I could write that. Not in the time we have. Okay, Richie. So, sounds like maybe we get to uh, refocus here. It sounds like we're getting a little lost in the weeds here. Okay, so they escaped. They're lost in the weeds now. In, so they didn't go into the middle world. They went into an unknown world. The swamp. Is that so? Would that be part of Earth? They're lost in the weed world. Uh, well, that's not what I said, Richie, but, uh, yeah, they could be. So is this at the beginning of the play or the middle of the play or the end of the play? Uh, like, you should, uh, probably it'd be, it sounds starting to sound like the beginning of the play, I guess. Okay, well, so if that's the beginning of the play, then maybe those would be, that would be our hero and our heroine, or... They could be torn, you know, or if they, oh, no, no, they're going to be together the whole time, uh, fully in love the whole play. Okay. Um, but usually with this, I think, I don't know a lot about propaganda, Richie, but I think you usually try to focus on one message. Uh, so you're going to focus on forbidden love is good when you act on it. Um, hmm, uh, maybe I, I, something like that, I guess. Okay, well, let's sleep on it. How about that? I think you've got something here. But we have Anya tomorrow. We'll, we'll Hopefully we'll get to cast. Maybe we'll meet some people from the quarantine. We could ask them, you know, is there forbidden love in the quarantine? Oh, James. Well, what, what, if, what if we get an answer to that question, though? Oh, gosh. I don't know if I can handle getting a clear answer. Uh, well, and then we'll, we'll get some people that are familiar with being orphans so we could figure out the orphan sin part. And then we'll figure it out. It's okay. It doesn't, we don't have to have the perfect play because if we are, we're, we're frauds anyway. Remember, we're just making this up uh, to, tr to try to create trouble, you know, to, to spread the word, you know. Or to, I don't think they're listening to us here. Uh, I don't think they have us taps, but, you know, so I think it's fine. It'll be okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, but what if, uh, I don't know, what if the, what if nobody in the quarantine's ever been in love with the quarantine, the quarantine-e? 
ever. Okay, Richie, don't, I think you're tired. It was hard. This was hard today. You know, this is a lot, and it didn't work out today that great, but we'll be okay. We're going to recoup, and we'll take it from there, right, buddy? We're, we, you know, we'll figure this plot out of your play, and while we figure it out, we'll start, we'll keep gathering information about the society. It'll inform our decisions around it. it can't, this can't be a real utopia. I mean, you saw the people today, they were kind of, uh, a little bit desperate and needy. Uh, I mean, maybe they were coming here to get their needs met, but uh, I think I think we'll be okay. All right, James. As long as you're sure that uh, you're 100 percent sure that we won't find out that there's no love in quarantines. That could be another title of love in quarantine, except that wouldn't do us any good for what we're here for. Uh, love in quarantine. That is it, James. Richard Warren Sears production. Love in quarantine. Sin in the. How about we just? Can we get sin in there though? Sin in the orphanage. Love in quarantine. Uh, no. Uh, love in quarantine. By Richard Warren Sears. A play dedicated to love in quarantine. Okay, let's let's go to bed. It's bedtime. It's for sure bedtime. Lie down. Let's go. Let's go in the other room and get bed. Okay. Good night, Richie. Okay. Good night, James. Hopefully, I had a dream of love and quarantine. Can Can you stop saying that love and quarantine? Uh, I will stop saying it, but I won't stop believing in it. Because uh, that's our play. We need to believe in it. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Good night. I was thinking about my favorite seeds. You know, so many things grow from seeds. And I was wanting to say, and I said, well, there's a lot of seed listeners are like seeds. Like uh, on Facebook, I had seeds of kindness, you know, and that I'm thankful for. Like Moana sent a nice message. So I appreciate that. And Riley Kay did too. And I said, oh, that's, those are seeds growing in me. Chelsea, I, I said, well, that is great. Uh, Lorias too. I said, very good. So nice. Uh, Dominic S. I said, thanks, Dominic. Patrick J. too. I said, you know, I said, I wonder, I said, I never know. We always get seeds and beans mixed up too. So some of you are beans, Patrick J. Hey, Melissa P. I said, kind of like seeds and beans are kind of the same thing because they're great. And I hate to, you know, hear hurt their feelings, but, uh, and then Sean C., he said, it's like a, a, a Lebowski or Carl Spackler. And I said, those are two seeds that grew in me. Oh boy, they did for sure. Thanks, Sean. And then Renee Marie said some real nice stuff. I said, thank you, Renee Marie. Thank you so much. And Chris Sam, a.k.a. C. Wiz, I said, I said, I got some seeds of brain bats. I say, brain bats are kind of a seed, too. You're right, PHP, PHB, MAJ, SCS, you know, all those things. CSM, I know. I know it's tough out there. Anya, she said, I have seeds of a sleep phone to keep me asleep. I said, that's cool. And then Anna, Anna M.G. said, I said, Anna M.G., thank you. 
And I said, we're on a team, change, change. I even heard from a seed of music named the Silver Tone. I said, thanks, Silver Tony. Ferroni, Aroni, Fafoni, Moan. And Caroline S. for sure. That was nice. Amanda L. And it was uh, Phil M. He said, he said, you know, it's a seed food, like Iron Chef. I said, you're right about that, my friend. Uh, Christina F., she said, hey, if you're going to make it, going to be in the studio, you know, making arts a seed, growing seed for sure. She said, why not listen to Sleep With Me? I said, thank you. And then Terry W., I said, thank you, and thank you so much. That's a seed of kindness. And Laura, Laura said some nice stuff. I said, thanks. Ahab's wife said, yar. And I said, are you sure you didn't say yar's revenge? I'm not sure what you're talking about, Scoots. I said, perfect, great, thank you. That's the seeds of confusion. That's what I sow. Sowing the seeds of confusion for Vesna, too. And she said, well, put me to sleep. And Charlie asked, she said, and I said, perfect. That's that's the seeds I sow. I'm the Charlie Appleseed. Without the apples or the seeds or the leather bag or the walking or, you know, or all the tall tales about me. I said, yeah. So definitely I'm nothing like Charlie Appleseed, but I am with the seeds of confusion part. And then Holly L. And I said, thank you, Holly. Totally. And then Bonnie. I said, totes, totes to the moats. Totes to the dust moats because they're seeds, you know. And Rach C. said something. I said, yeah, because this is the seeds of communication, Julia C. to the M. He said, the dust motes, there's seeds of sneezes, you know, sneezy seeds, Annie B., uh, Doug H., Sitch Lee, and then Lee also. I said, great, Lee, Lee, and then Leanne. I said, totally to the max, that's what, it, you know, that's what the dust motes like. That did sound a little bit like Carl there. So he has a point in Babs, of course. Can't, you can't forget the seeds of Babs, uh, Babs has given us. And Joshua, Joshua's wife, and Joshua's wife, Sharena. They're such a nice couple, such nice things to say. Oh, they, oh they're, they're boyfriends, too. Seeds of friendship. And then podcast, it was like Andrew L. Uh, said some nice stuff. And I got some good questions in from Colleen, a couple other people. Sarah and Josh, of course. Uh, Everybody's joking around this afternoon. Damien's asking questions. Posty. Summer. Jan F. I said, hey, that's a nice little seed, Jan F. Elizabeth. Oh, I said, well, just some, some supporting seeds. Seed, they say seed funding, I think. Uh, Carl H., you see, he said, he said, I seed you. And I said, oh, boy, that sounds, I said, thanks, Carl, though. Uh, Josephine, uh, Josephine, our buddy, and then our buddy Megan over at uh, Sleep Phones as a seed. And then the summer. Uh, and then uh, and we have seeds across heard from Larry L and Teresa 
on behalf of Larry L. So that's cool. He said, Larry, man, I hear good things about you. Great things. Audrey D., our good friend Audrey D., even someone named Word Spring. I said, what is it? He said, it's spring is springing because all these seeds were seeding. Uh, Jennifer D. heard back from I said, that's good to hear from Jennifer D. Uh, Rachel T. to the yes. I said, holy Mike macaroni. He said, Rachel, are you going to make a movie or a play? Let's, I'm looking forward to it. And then we heard from Millicent's. He said, that is good. Weagle or Weigel. He said, there's somebody sleeping there. He said, oh, gosh, gosh. Iso, who's going to be sleep phoning it up to? Kathleen W. Is he keeping the community lines communication? That's another C. To Jarrett. Oh, I don't know who that. Oh, that was a, a spam. Anyway, I hope you're sleeping good, too, Jarrett. Uh, Colleen, I said, my buddy Colleen, that's great. Ebony, who's totally out there working working her tail off, I said, great job, Ebony. That's the seeds of helping other people. Sarah, who has, uh, Sarah D, who's spreading the word about how to, how to, how for older adults, how to access podcasts. Uh, Alexandra. Our old buddy, uh, Sierra, who's on the comeback. The old tonsils and uh, limited ice cream or not, you know. Jennifer B., long-time friend and, and moderator. Uh, Jenny, who, who, you know, say, hey, Jenny, we're thinking of you, too. Seeds are, seeds are getting better. Paul, who pointed out a typo, that seeds are helping And thanks, Paul. That's so useful. Amanda, who's, you know, working on something. And, of course, Mel over at uh, Blind Alive Podcast. And that's it. Thanks so much. And we'll be, let's, uh, let's keep moving.